up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Constance D Podcast. I am your host, Constance Annan, and this is day 12 out of the 30-day motherfucking challenge, which means we close to 15, which means we halfway there, which means we almost all the way there. So let's motherfucking go. I had intentions today of painting, y'all. I had the paint set up. I'm like, all right, let's paint. Let's talk about some real shit. But I put this hoodie on after I got out the shower. Y'all know my ritual. I put this hoodie on after I got out the shower, and I was like, damn, I miss college. Like, I really fucking miss college. College, shit. Shout out to Radford University, because Radford University bred some real ass niggas. Okay? Um, I met all of my friends in college. I fucking love college. You know, if you would ask me if you should go to college, I would say don't waste your money on school. If your degree, I mean, if your um, line of work, if your career path doesn't need it. Like for me personally, sorry, my mom was talking to me. Personally, <laughs> I didn't even mean to make that face to her, but I was just kind of irritated that it was interrupting this. Anyways, the door's closed. She didn't see it. Anyways, um, personally, my career path did not require me to go to school. So I didn't really need to go to school. But one of the things that college gave me was amazing fucking experiences that you really, I mean, I hate to say that I paid for those experiences, but bitch, I paid for those experiences. You can't experience the shit that you go through in college anywhere else. I don't care what anyone has to say about it. In college, I found out who I was. In college, I figured out my sexuality. In college, I fucking made some friends that are going to be with me till the end of time. In college, I just went through some crazy ass shit. In college is where I had that crazy ass roommate. You just go through some crazy things in college that you never would have expected. You couldn't, you can't go through those things in regular life. Okay. So if you're to ask me if you should go to college, I say go to college for the experience, of course, if your career needs it. But if your career path doesn't need it, just know that you're paying for a great four years of life. I mean, I had a great four years, okay? Oh, I'm like, let me do a story time. I'm sitting here trying to figure out which story is worth telling y'all. Mmm. Which motherfucking story should I tell y'all? I got two stories down on top of my head right now. The first story is like barely a story because I don't really remember everything. But me and my friends ended up as a motherfucker at a crack house. We ended up at a crack house in Radford. Shout out to Adriana. Shout out to Aaliyah. And yo, I think that's it. Was Tyra there? I don't know if Tyra was there, but if Tyra was there, shout out to her. She probably wasn't there because I just remember Adriana. Shout out to shout out to whoever was there. This was freshman year of college. And there was a party. I think the party, one thing about Radford, first of all, Radford was one of those uh, colleges that were really small. Everybody knew everybody. Um, yeah, everybody knew everybody. Everybody was going to the same parties. Every Like, you just couldn't help but to run into the same people. Anyways, I believe a party got shut down. See, I don't really re- remember everything that happened this night, but I know we ended up at a crack house. We went to a party. Party bus did not work worked out, so we were heading back to campus. Everything was in walking distance, too. So we're heading back to campus. If you go to Radford, if you went to Radford, you already know light side and dark side. We were on light side. That's where a lot of the white people are at. That's Radford was kind of segregated, too. Not that that mattered. But, all right, we was on light side. We heading from light side back to campus. And um, we see a fight across the street. Adriana, Aaliyah, and I, and I'm not sure if Tyra was there. Whoever was with me, me and my friends, we ran towards the fight. Why we ran towards the fight, I don't know. It was The fight was happening at, if y'all remember, BT's. BT's was right across the street from Radford, right next to the 7-Eleven on Lightside. Um, 
Yeah, we ran over to the fight that was happening at BT's, and a nigga ran up to us, <laughs> uh, like a grown man. Definitely wasn't a college student. Couldn't have been mistaken for a college student. It was clear that it was a grown man. He asks us, who know how to drive? Now, I ain't know how to drive, so I ain't saying nothing. Uh, Aaliyah's like, hey, I know how to drive. The nigga's like, all right, can y'all drive me back home? I think the nigga was drunk. Y'all, we was like, yeah, let me tell y'all. One thing about college is like, college is one of those places, like what happens at college stays in college. Obviously, I'm telling y'all, but college is one of those places where you just don't motherfucking think. Was it smart for us to give some random nigga a ride in his car? No. And you know what? In the back of my head, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, look, I ain't from the hood, but bitch, I got some motherfucking street smarts. It don't make sense to ride, but I'm going to ride with my friends. And if this nigga do something, I'm going to blast his ass. I sat in the back just so that if he did try something to the girls in the front, I will handle some shit. I will do some shit or I'll roll the fuck out. Fight or flight, we figure it out if it happened. The nigga's like, all right, drive me home. So uh, he drives, or excuse me, Aaliyah's driving the car. We drive to the nigga house. The nigga lived probably like 60 seconds down the street from where the fight was at originally. So right next to campus. We get there, y'all. The house don't have no doors. I remember this vividly. House don't have no doors. We walk into the house. We walk into the house. I'm seeing like rooms and laundry machines it was just like a broke down house with no doors okay and it's levels to the house probably like a three-story house we get to like what looks like kind of like an attic but it's a big um it's like a big room at the top like on the third floor of the crack house now i'm saying it's a crack house because when we get into that room that i'm talking about it's probably like three four motherfuckers and they in there just looking like they just finished doing crack, looking like they fin- just finished doing meth. I mean, Bradford is one of those places that there could be a news article that said motherfuckers got busted for meth. Like, it was, it's a broke down town. Ain't shit going on in that town other than college. All right. So we in the place now. I told y'all. I got street smarts, whatever, you know. I got, in the back of my mind, I know this ain't right. So I sat next to the door. Just in case anything popped off, I had closest access to the door. The house ain't have doors, but I sat next to the what would have been a door if there was a legitimate door there, right? Um, the girls that I was with, they sat wherever the fuck they sat. Now, the whole time, I'm really just looking around, peeping the scene, because it, it ain't sitting right with me, but I'm still there. Like, I haven't really thought to leave yet, but I'm still sitting in there. Excuse me. I remember looking over, first of all, the nigga that brought us there is introducing us to everybody. Niggas like, this is mom, pointing to an old-ass white lady, mind you. I'm saying nigga because it's a black man that brought us here. He's like, all right, this is mom, pointing to an old-ass white lady, and introduce everybody else. I remember everybody else. I seen the lady that name is mom. I seen her take some white shit and crinkle it up in a dollar. Now, I ain't too keen on drugs. I don't know what drug you crinkle up. I don't know if crack. I don't know what drug it was. I don't care what drug it was. I seen some white shit. And me personally, I only fuck with the green. If it ain't Mary Jane, if it ain't weed, I ain't hitting it. I ain't fucking with it. I ain't doing nothing with it. So when I seen that, I was like, all right, it's a little off. Boom, what the fuck happened next? I think they passed like a J around. Like the nigga that we was with passed the J around. I don't even know if I hit the J or not. I don't even I don't even know if there was a J involved. I think we were there under the impression that a J was going. I don't even know why we were there, y'all. All right, boom. So we leave. We decide to leave. And I think we walk. I don't know if we walk back home or if we roll back home. We probably walk back home. And I was in it that night. What was the moral of the story? The moral of the story is that dumb shit happens in college. You can't, like, you cannot. I would not do, like, I would never swap that experience for anything. Like, I really loved my college experience. I think college was great. 
I just went through so so much dumb shit in college, and it taught me a lot. Like college was the last four years where I fucked around. After college, I came out and I was like, all right, I'm on my book. Like I'm on my shit. Like I'm not playing around. College was those four years after high school that gave me the chance to just have fun, and that's really why I went. I don't necessarily believe that I needed a degree. Like I didn't think that I needed a degree. As a matter of fact, the only reason I went to college was because I said, African, you don't have a choice. Okay, I didn't really have the choice to decide, do I want to go, do I not want to go? Um, my parents had always told me I was going, and so I honestly only applied to two schools. I applied to ODU, <clears throat> and I applied to Radford University. I didn't get into ODU, and so I went to Radford. And um, the only reason I even applied to Radford is because everybody said that you could get into Radford. That was like the rumor. And then the only reason I applied to ODU is because one of my really close friends applied to ODU. She ended up getting in. I didn't get in anyway. So, yeah, I went to Radford, and I don't regret it for the world, like, I wouldn't change that experience. I think college was cool, too, because I got to use college's resources. So uh, I always knew I wanted to talk show. I always knew I wanted to do something like this. So in college, I was using the Mac computers to edit YouTube videos. I was renting out the camera equipment. Shout out to Benicia because she was my plug to be able to do so. Um, I was just utilizing college's resources. So at the very least, if you need some resources and you ain't got that shit where you stay, go to college because they got cameras. They got motherfucking. They just got everything, motherfucking. They got classes with sewing machines they got everything in college I wish I wish I wish I wish I would have even took advantage of the sewing machines like I didn't even utilize college to the full uh to its full potential but I mean you paying to be in that uh establishment that has everything that you could need from motherfucking producing equipment like music producing equipment to anything everything there's a whole lot of resources at the very least go in there and use that shit but keep in mind student loans are a thing so don't ever say consoles told you to do anything i'm just saying what the fuck i did i took advantage of the resources and i don't regret doing it so that was that quick short story was there a lesson in that story no i just wanted to tell y'all the story because i have never told anybody that story so y'all y'all getting first dibs on the life of constance the other crazy story that i mentioned was on the back of my head was um if you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. <laughs> this is like... So I told y'all I have a history of fighting. One of the biggest fights I've ever been in. Nothing tops the fight where I told y'all I had got jumped, but I got jumped in college. I got jumped in college on account of two times, I think. The second time won't really, like, a jump, jump for real. But anyways, I got jumped in college. Freshman year. This story is a crazy story, all right? Um, I was talking to a girl. Me and a girl. We weren't even talking. We was just fucking. Me and a girl were involved, right? She invites me. She was an upperclassman. She invites me to uh, a party that she's having at her crib. And um, I didn't really have too many friends at this point. This was, this was first semester of college. For me, I didn't really start making real, real friends until my second semester of college. The first semester of college, the only people I was really kicking it with was, like, my roommate by default because we lived together. My roommate and one of my roommate's friends from, like, uh, I guess they was friends in high school or whatever. I don't really know how the second girl, how my roommate's friend came into play, but she was around. I think they was friends in high school. Anyways, so I invite them. I'm like, hey, you, you know, I just got invited to a, a kickback, a party. Come on, let's, you know, come through. So we show up to the party. This is an upperclassman party. We're the only freshmen there. Um, you know, we having fun, drinking, chilling, vibing. The vibe was cool. It was more of like a kickback type of thing more than a party. Um, the girl that I was talking to was like, like I said, it was more like fucking so. 
we never really spoke too much at the establishment, but we knew, all right, after this event, you know, we're going to get it in. So, you know, I'm just playing it cool, having my fun, not not being pressed, like, you know, just knowing knowing what I'm here to do and chilling until the time arrives, okay? All of a sudden, so I, I remember vividly, actually, I'm dancing with a gay boy. We just dancing, chilling, vibing. Not even dancing on the nigga, just dancing around the nigga. I get pushed. So my first instinct, naturally, if if I get pushed and it's enough to make my body jerk, the only thing I'm doing is turning around. That was just my instant reaction. I didn't even think about it. Just push back. I, I didn't care who pushed me. I didn't care what I was pushed for. I just, I just pushed back. Turn around, push whoever pushed me. Turns out it was the girl I was messing with, okay? Um, <laughs> I guess it was a hard push because she fell. Or she, it was, it was like a lot. Um, the girl I was messing with roommate comes over and she's like, um, what y'all got going on? Like, you know, I'm explaining to her, oh, it was an accident. I didn't realize what was going on. She's like, all right, cool. All right, so we get back to vibing, party going good, chilling, vibing. Still just kicking it with the gay guy that I was with, just, you know, having fun. I get another push. This time, once again, I ain't even think, just instant, boom, push back. Actually, by this point, I probably realized what it was, but I just pushed. Niggas was drinking, too, so put alcohol in the mix. Who knows why anybody does what they do. Pushed, all right? This is when she fell down. So her roommate comes over, the girl that I'm fucking with, by the way. We're going to call her L, okay? So L roommate come over, and L roommate's like, all right, you got to leave. Like, this is too much. So I'm like, all right, bet, no problem. Like, you know, I'm real... I'm not confrontational about it at all. I'm like, that's what you say, then that's what the fuck you say. This y'all place, I'ma go. So I'm heading out the party, kick back, whatever. I made it out the house. I'm on the street, ready to leave. Next thing I know, this girl runs and charges at me. I'm the girl was a dyke. That's that's what we just gonna say. The dyke. Sorry. The dyke runs at me, charges at me, and dyke still with we're going with dyke, sorry. Dyke, because I don't even remember the girl name. She runs out and she charges at me. And all I know is we just fighting. So this ain't even the girl. This ain't L. This ain't the girl I was fucking. This is just a random girl that was at the party. She, she just, we just fighting. I don't know why she ran at me. She just ran at me and she was fighting. So I'm fighting back. And next thing I know, whole bunch of bitches running and just start fighting. So at this point, I'm just fighting. I didn't even care who it was. I didn't care what I was fighting for. I just knew, bitch, all y'all, if y'all y'all wanted, we could go fight one, fight the next 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 one. I'm just fighting until I got a chance to breathe. Why is one of the girls that I'm fighting, hell, the girl I'm fucking, we fighting. I don't even know why we fighting. I just remember her running in and stealing me. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we about to go. So big fight. Fighting L and friends and... All of this started over somebody randomly fighting me. The fight escalated. Like, this was, like, back in my days where I was still maturing. I told you I came from a long history of fights. Um, I was still in my old stuff, still in my young stuff. I think I was, what, uh, I think I was 18 still. Uh, So I'm just fighting. Like, I ain't care. Just fighting, 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 fighting to the point where I'm getting, I'm getting pretty fucked up. It's a lot of girls. I remember one of the girls was, like, six feet tall. Messy fight, okay? Nobody was helping me. I ain't need nobody to help me, but nobody was helping me. That's why I'm going to throw in there. All of a sudden, I'm hearing my roommate that I invited to the party. I'm hearing my roommate yelling at me, talk about I hit her. So I'm thinking to myself, well, what the fuck? This is a fight, so don't try, don't come in trying to break stuff up if you ain't, if you don't know that hitting is gonna be in the case. Like, I'm not thinking about who I'm hitting, I'm just defending myself because at this point, it's a whole bunch of bitches around me, right? So, there's that quick little squabble. 
we decided to go to another party, child, acting like nothing ever happened. So we're moving on to the next party. I, I realized I lost my phone. I lost a lot of shit, I think, like a bowl, a phone. I lost some shit. So I'm like, all right, let me head back to the party that I was at to get my shit. Next thing I know, y'all, my leg is hurting. Like, I'm limping. I'm walking by myself at this point back to the party, and I see some guy. So I'm like, I'm sorry, excuse me, can you help me? Like, I really can't walk. Like, I can't make it to where I'm trying to get to. He actually walks me back, and at this point, I'm really limping. Like, I was in so much pain. I was in so much pain. I don't even know how I got to the next destination, but I remember I get to the next destination. So I get to the party that I, I get to another party, right? After I get all my shit, I leave from there to go to another party. I get to the party. This is where I meet my friends, Adriana, Aaliyah, Tyra. This is where I meet them. Um, my leg is fucked up. It's swollen. It's red. It's big. Everybody's like, you got to go to the hospital. I'm like, well, shit, I can't go to the hospital. I ain't got no damn health insurance. So I'm like, I can't go to the hospital. So I'm staying here at this party. They put me upstairs in a room at the party. I'm in so much pain, crying. Like, who knows what the fuck happened to my leg at this point? It's swollen, big, and red. And Tyra, Aaliyah, Adriana, they come up there, and they smoking weed. And that's when we just get to talking. These girls are so kind to me. They talking to me, asking me if I need any help, passing me the blunt, just being sweet, checking up on me throughout the night. And yeah, time, time the next, you know, the next day comes, whatever, whatever. It was actually towards like a winter break or Thanksgiving break or whatever. So college was letting out at that time anyway. So all right, fast forward, college like break happens. I get home and then um, I enjoy break or whatever. And I come back to school after the Thanksgiving break or winter break or whatever. And I tell myself, you know what? I'm hitting up Tyra because those girls were so sweet to me. So I hit up Tyra. I'm like, hey, let's hang out. And boom, after that, the rest was history. I started hanging up with hanging out with Tyra, Aaliyah, and Adriana a lot more. And those became my friends for life. So I met some amazing people in college. College was good. And y'all know what's crazy about the girl that I was fucking L that I mentioned. After all that fighting stuff, I was still chasing after her. Like, that's when I knew that, like, back then I wasn't really there all the way. Because why the fuck would I still be pressed over somebody that was weird enough to put their hands on me for no reason? And I remember asking her why she did that. That night I'm texting her like, fuck you, da 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 you know, say whatever. And she's like, well, if one of us fight, we all fight. I remember that she said that to me vividly. The worst part about it is I stuck around regardless and so that's why i'm really big about now realizing your worth and not fucking with people that don't fuck with you and really just taking shit for what it's worth that same person i was fucking with l i also knew that l had like i was like the college girl for anybody that been in college i mean you know it's a case where you could just be the college girl like the you know they fuck with you at college but when they go home they got they got their real girlfriend so you just here for the fun here for the ride here for college right i knew that that was the case but for whatever reason i still wanted to see it as more than it was like she told me what it was. I knew what it was. And I was still chasing after her, trying to convince myself that it could be more than that. Like, oh, well, she's giving me time. So maybe I have a chance. Oh, she's giving me time. So maybe deep down she loves me. No. You know what I realized in that moment after that whole experience, after dealing with that girl, because I didn't even really stop dealing with that girl until like years after. But after dealing with that girl, I learned, I began to realize that you have to learn to take things for what it's worth. When people show you who they are, you can't make excuses for who they paint themselves out to be. You know, there's no point in telling yourself, well, you know, like don't make an excuse for who someone shows you who they, like when someone shows you who they are, just don't make a fucking excuse for it and learn to take shit at face value. People treat you how the fuck they feel about you, all right? In that instance, 
she wasn't really fucking with me because if she was fucking with me, she would have never even put her hands on me. But I'm listening to the excuse, oh, if one fights, we all fight. Listen to the excuse, oh, well, you know, niggas was drunk. Like, I'm allowing myself to create these excuses to keep accepting this behavior in my life. And it all always boils down to self-worth. How you allow people to treat you is a reflection of how you feel about yourself, as I've said in different episodes. But it's important to understand that how people treat you is really how the fuck they feel about you. There's no need to make an excuse for why they did what they did. Why they did what they did is because that's how the fuck they feel. They don't fuck with you if it was some bad shit. All right? Yeah, so lesson learned. Take shit for what it is. Don't try to paint a picture about it and don't spend your time thinking about why they did what they did. You know, you go fucking crazy if you spend time thinking about why somebody did what the fuck they did to you. If they did some fucked up shit to you and you felt like it was fucked up, then it's fucked up. That's it. I wouldn't even spend no time trying to figure out, well, you know, trying to do the math on why they fucked you over. Nigga, they fucked you over. It don't matter what the fuck the reason was behind it. They did that shit. And if they not grown enough to come up to you person to person and just tell you, hey, I did this because of this, or they ain't grown enough to apologize, bitch, that's what the fuck it is. They don't fuck with you like that. Gotta stop making excuses for people. Gotta learn to accept shit at face value because shit is usually, it usually is what the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> I think uh, life becomes easier when you just begin to accept shit for what it is and accept it how it's presented to you. I don't think shit's ever really that deep. Like, you just gotta learn to take that shit as it's fucking presented to you. So y'all got a fucking story time for me. Today again was just another free flow. Uh, I don't know what the fuck we're going to call this one. What the fuck I'm going to call this one? We fucked, then we fought. We fought, then we fucked. I don't know. That's cool. I like that. We might go with that. All right, y'all. Let me wrap it up. Uh, y'all know what it is. If you need advice, call in 240-587-3186. If this is your first time tapping in, this is an advice column. And you can leave me an anonymous submission. You can call in with that number, 240-587-3186. Or you can click the link down below in the description box if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening to this on Apple podcast or uh, Spotify or any other podcast streaming platform, you can follow me on Instagram at Constancy Pod. Click the link in my bio. Click on the Dear Constance Advice Column tab, and that will direct you to my advice column. So there's three ways that you can leave me an anonymous submission. Make sure you leave today's episode a review and a rating after today's show. Follow my personal pages on Instagram at Constance, or excuse me, at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Go ahead and follow um, Constancy Pod on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Keep up with your girl. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you subscribe to Constancy Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe on motherfucking podcast streaming platforms ain't it crazy y'all how much i've changed like when i talk about who i was in the past i cannot even recognize myself to the point where i was so reluctant to even share pieces of me with you guys because i feel like i had graduated from that and that was something that i didn't need to um recap but it's it's nice and refreshing to see that I am no longer that person. I love to see the growth. I love to see that I'm now using the brain that God gave me. And I love to see that I am learning from my lessons. And I hope you guys are learning from these lessons too. Um, yeah. One of those things where it's like, all right, I went through it so y'all don't have to go through it. And if you're going through it while I already went through it, you can hear that it does not need to be done. Like sometimes you just got to hear that. Someone that understands where you're coming from went through the same shit and that shit ain't cut. It ain't work out. So you can learn from that. Sometimes you just got to go through the motions yourselves. But if you was in a situation like I was and dealing with, I guess that was a little fake domestic relationship. That was just, I was just lost in the sauce. Like, what the fuck? And now you can't even pay me to be with a bitch that put their hands on me. But I give myself some motherfucking credit. One thing about me, a bitch got heart. 
Um, <laughs> I was not taking that L. But hold up. That's why I really don't fight, though, because y'all see, I almost lost my fucking leg. I was limping for a long time. Like, I really don't have uh, health care. So, bitch, I stay the fuck out the hospital. No matter how bad the pain is where I come from in my household, we thug that shit the fuck out until the pain go away. That shit was hurting for months. I probably should have included this earlier in the story. I don't know if y'all stick around to the end. If you stick around to the end, then y'all get to hear everything that happens and goes on in my brain. But yeah, that shit wasn't cool. And I was doing that all for the sake of love. A motherfucker that love you ain't gonna put their motherfucking hands on you. A motherfucker that love you is gonna treat you the way you wanna be treated. A motherfucker that love you ain't gonna motherfucking embarrass you. A motherfucker that love you is gonna really motherfucking love you. Whatever you think love is, is what the fuck it is. Don't let nobody paint to you or don't even lie to yourself or convince yourself that the bullshit that someone's feeding you is true love it ain't that person ain't even tell me that they love me i made up my in my head that they love me because that's what the fuck i wanted to believe yo i should have included this shit in the beginning but it is what it is i love y'all i fuck with y'all i'll see you in tomorrow's episode peace